Collins is next. Hello everyone, welcome once again to Fun Point, podcast for two friends with each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. 1950. Ah, oh, we're here, we're here in 1950, There's nothing like the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, is there, Brooksy That's right. boy? We're playing Call of Duty in Nuketown, which is just where Hello. we live. This is, how, this is how they all talked on Mad Men on AMC. That's right. I'm going to invent well, pussy that, that tastes like Pepsi-Cola. <laughs> that was her, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. I, I did I did know that. Okay, good. That. There, there's no problems and everything's great. To, ah, to be nostalgic for this time. Ah, I love President Truman. Yeah, there's no, Harry Truman, do not do this thing. <laughs> um, Dwight Eisenhower will never create the interstate. It won't happen. You can never pull that off. Hey, <laughs> one day I'm going to have a kid and he's going to be the best henchman there's ever been. Trust me. <laughs> my son, my son of mine. Uh, I can't wait to rob a lady in a in a alley by a theater in 40 years. Yeah. Oh, the only thing that'll make that better is if she's wearing a big pearl necklace with a husband right there with her. Then <laughs> then that kid's in for, for some trouble. Yeah, we're going to make sure there's no animals around so that the kid, we got to get rid of all the worms and muskrats and yeah. everything so yeah, that make, the kids... Hey, whatever you do, cl- clean all the arachnids out of there. Make sure there's no spiders, no scorpions, <laughs> espe- especially no hornets. And then I think we're good on that front. Uh, hey, um, I can, I'll, I'll continue doing it in character. Hey, uh, okay. hey Eddie, uh, I saw that you went to one of the talkies the other day. Uh, you, uh, you saw the Rita's picture of uh, the man spider. The man spider, yeah, the man man spider spider. Did you like it? I did like it. Um, Yeah, but I think it's because I don't have the like encyclopedia knowledge that you do, right? That uh, that something could have been like they could have just been saying remember this from Spider Man, and I was just like sure, you know, right? Yeah, like if if someone said something that like Captain America said in 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 Bungie movie, like I wouldn't know. Sure, yeah. You know, but it's you, you like know spiders? it's like when when Doctor like Octavia shows up. I did. Kim liked it. I, you you know my my qualms with it though. I had a qualm. Oh, what was it that like uh, Tom Holland was like he was playing God or something? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, he's like why she's like why does Tom Holland decide to save Otto Octavius? He shouldn't have that power. <laughs> he's sixteen. He shouldn't have that great responsibility. It's not his. Yeah, not yet. No. You need to be at least 24 or 30 in high school before you can have great power and or responsibility. That's right. Hmm. Hmm. Man, people in the 1950s would love Eternals. Yeah, I mean... Because they were really unpacking all the bad shit that Harry Truman did. Yeah. Because they said, said, what if the gay character did it instead? Yeah, exactly. To finally have someone to pin that on would be very easy for them. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, it's Lana Del Lana, Rey. It's yeah. the 10-year anniversary of 1951's album Born to Die mm-hmm. by Lana Del Rey's. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, it's your pick. So did you listen to this before or you were were you just No, like, I um I I got into it because I remember there was a moment in like 2012 when Summertime Sadness was a big hit. Mm-hmm. And I was like that's pretty good and then I didn't think about it for several years and then uh in 2019 Norman fucking Rockwell came out. Mm-hmm. And you just can't talk to girls on the internet if you don't mm. if you don't know about that album. So I had to listen okay. to that album. 
Mm. and i found it to be good so i went back to the summertime sadness album around that Mm -hmm. time and i was like this is good i'm gonna jot this down for later Mm -hmm. and also there's some there's some challenging concepts that i think would be fun to unpack on the air yeah um i i I don't know which of her two voices did you like more the one where it's like i'm living in the 1950s or the one where she's like I'm in the, the car. I definitely, you know I one? definitely, I definitely liked, I'm sitting in a big car. More than when she turned into Harley Quinn. Like, I like. Yeah, she the, sort of the, invented that. Before, uh-huh. before this album came out, Harley Quinn was just sort of like a, a girl that was a grad uh-huh. student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she was, she was roommates with um, Poison Ivy. Yeah, she invented, was, Lana it. invented a lot. She invented um the, like the joke of like i'm gonna fuck your dad you know mm-hmm. like that sort of yeah. thing that Revolutionary. she invented that mm-hmm. um she invented tumblr okay so that's pretty pretty cool of her to do yeah thank you for thank you for the tie belt man yeah Without... she, she, she's got her fingers all over that too uh-huh yeah so yeah this is uh, about having eight boyfriends who who are all bad to you and you hate them but you love writing in their big tender Big, machine vehicle yeah that's you you love sitting in there it's it's called like the the um gmc like numerator like that's what every car was <laughs> called and it was 15 feet long and it had a big bench in the front that you would sit in instead of like regular seats lana would be so into whichever whichever guy had that first you were telling me about about jurassic park mm. paul wall and his big jurassic park rims yeah she would yeah. love paul wall's rims but the rims are like way bigger than the car so it would be like tough to kind of manage that. right yeah it would be like an ace ventura 2 situation where like he mm-hmm. rolls into the parking with like the big monster truck and he's like like yeah, yeah. a glove you know yeah 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 exactly it's so funny <laughs> um first track we have on here is born to die yeah that's what it's called um let me let me oh we're gonna have some good genius stuff on here yeah because you got like a, you get a little bit of the people reading into it too deeply you get like the mm-hmm the lana k hive also which was mm-hmm. I'm, I'm honestly mm-hmm. rather scared of <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah not since the one direction episode have i been like i want to tread softly on this one mm-hmm. did we did we do a taylor swift episode we did a taylor swift episode but that was before she was like popular oh okay yeah she, she was new we were, we were hot new yeah if you came out point. in the 2022 and you said the shit where you were like i think the song where she says new york is where i live isn't very good like you wouldn't do uh-huh. with us anymore I listen they would they would they would straight up be like I wonder how Eddie's employer feels about this yeah I have I have some issues with uh Lana Del Rey claiming Coney Island on here but yeah I wanted to to run that by you when we got to it we'll get to it yeah so this Um, one starts off with like a Woodstock sample so this is how you know this is if you're a new soul get the fuck out of here dude uh uh-huh because I def but I definitely have heard that that all right like that before right yeah It's, it's 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 and I don't know how I feel because it's the very like um i don't know like you have the all the strings and it's very um trying to be very like dramatic and elegant and then you just have the like like hip-hop samples thrown in every now and then yeah i'm pretty sure uh yeah like rick james is sampled in a Mm -hmm. later song and it's Mm -hmm. like you can contain multitudes yeah i suppose um this this is uh born to die it's the song that the album is yeah so this one you know it's it starts out it's it's very slow it's like i'm this is my first boyfriend of three that i'm going to talk through throughout the album 
And you feel being... so alone on a Friday night. God, you're pathetic. And yeah, it's like, um, wow, I feel so pathetic because I'm dating Sonic the Hedgehog. But then the pre-chorus mm-hmm. hits mm-hmm. and it's like, don't make me sad. Don't make me cry. <laughs> and it's like, that shit does make you feel luxurious. You like the what I isolated in my mind is like what I want to be doing when I listen to that is mm. I want to be walking with Joe and Kamala through the halls of the White House listening to that. And, and it's like black and white. And it's like in slow motion. Yeah, and like, it's like yeah, let yeah, me yeah. kiss you hard in the pouring rain. It's so sick. Like uh-huh. that would, if I was the, if I was Jen Psaki, White House press secretary, mm-hmm. that's what I would be doing with my free mm. time. Uh, she does say, "Let's go get high, though." So. Yeah, that would be censored in your. Cut but the thing the, is, like the Joe Biden video. <laughs> you know, you know me. Generally, I'm 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 anti that practice. But remember, it's 1950, so I don't even think that's like Ooh. that's like drinking an O'Doul's. You know, yeah. it's like I don't even know if that counts. Yeah, what they did to to get high back then was smoke a single cigarette. And it's, they were you, like, oh. you mow the lawn and you just set the lawn trimmings on fire, and you're like, yeah. damn, this shit is hitting hard. Yeah, whoa, like, this this is this has got me going loopy over here. You would just like sit in a room with asbestos to get high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just yeah, just start hammering the walls and yeah. see however you feel afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> this paint got me feeling like the yellow wallpaper. <laughs> so um, this is about isn't there a part in the end that's about like I have Casablanca in my notes, but maybe that's just because that's the only old thing that I know that you like. Uh-huh. Oh, because oh, cause in the chorus, it's like, she's like, let me kiss you hard in the pouring rain. But mm-hmm. like when she says it live, she's like, let me fuck you hard in the in the pouring rain. And she says that, you know, she, to like she get past the senses. can't say that. I know. You can't it's do like, that in 1954. That's why I'm saying, I'm like, did they even kiss in Casablanca when they're at the plane? They do. Yes, they do. Okay, they do. But you, they're not, they're not going to the bone zone. I'm, 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 because there, there are flashbacks. Maybe I'm thinking of that. There's a scene in Casablanca where there, it's like a flashback to when they were driving in the car, and it's like the, it must have been the first example of green screen ever used in a film, and it looks fucking terrible. But also, mm-hmm. it came out in like 1944, so, you know. Yeah, I was That's trying to picture the end of Casablanca, and I pictured the end of Avengers Endgame by accident. Because they're in a big airport. Right <laughs> <with each other. laughs> That'd be so sad if, like, if, um, the woman from Casablanca was mm-hmm. like uh we sh- will always have paris and then thanos showed up and he was like no you won't and I, mean, he- I was imagining the whole scene plays out exactly like the same as it does in the film but spider-man is sitting on the wing of the world <laughs> like as <laughs> as it happens yeah and he's like i mm-hmm. i i did prison abolitionism to dr octopus yeah <laughs> cool hey did you know electro's design is different now i i was stunned to see jamie fox in that film because so you I didn't, had no you didn't idea see he... Spider-Man 2 Amazing Version with Andrew no, and Emma? I, no idea what happens in those movies. That's hilarious. <laughs> and he was like the best part of, of this one. So. Yeah, and that's the, the uh, spoilers. He, Eddie was kidding, um, mm. potentially. But I, I was talking about when Spider-Man is amazing in it. Yeah, like, when Tom, Tom Holland, Holland Spider-Man, is fantastic in the world. I go onto YouTube and the top comment is just like showing me the big spoilers from that movie. So I think we're good. Uh, yeah. I think we're good. And the mm-hmm. thing is, the movie's so good, it's not just reliant on nostalgia, that, like, it's so good, you're gonna love it. And uh, and everyone has seen it at this point. Everybody's, you know, everybody's, everybody waited until Omicron was at the top, and they said, we gotta go now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> the next song is called Off to the Races. Uh-huh. And, and this, this is, is when, when... This is where you get the second Lana voice. This is when she becomes the, uh, the Joker's 
girlfriend. Yeah, this is where the album becomes some Humbert Humbert shit. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, you don't you don't endorse it, of course. You know that about me. You know I'm not about that. But I do endorse the beat on this one. I think it's I think it goes pretty fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was, I was thinking, cause it starts with talking about her old man and I was like, oh, she's going to be like rude to her father on this one. Right. But that's like, but what, that's what like not. Marina would do, but this isn't what this is put Marina to bed. Yeah. It, maybe it's like, you know, when, when, um, the guy from the honeymooners or whatever would be like, oh, my old lady's getting on my case. You yeah. Know, something like that. I loved when he said that dude. <laughs> yeah. So remember funny. how like the, the, the comedy that they showed in like the 1930s that they would play every year on, on New Year's or whatever is like the main joke, like his catchphrases about how he's going to like destroy his wife. Like, that's why hit her with the dynamic punch. That's why like, I love Lucy. That's why Aaron Sorkin was just showing us now why I love Lucy was so transformative because mm-hmm. like Desi Arnaz would walk in to the, he would be mm. like, Lucy, I love you. And it would be like, that's, yeah. you've never, they've never said, I love my wife on TV before. But that's so funny. They, they've never, they've never had a guy go like, ah, cha, cha. so, <laughs> you know, that <laughs> they've never, you know, they had to, um, when they originally broadcast that episode, they had to block out the visuals, uh, in you. Mm. Audiences only heard Cuban Pete. They didn't see it yet because it was just too much for their delicate sensibilities at the time. Yeah, yeah, it would it would have it would have torn the American population apart. Yeah, to see. And they it, said the only the way the American population is going to be able to digest the song and dance number Cuban Pete is if there's like a CGI green man that's sort of yeah. doing it. Never say to me the words Babalu. No, I will not. I do not endorse it. No. Uh-huh. So this is um, about your, so it's like, Lana Del Rey is kind of like Slim Shady, but like the, instead of like being like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bang zoom straight to the moon. I'm going to kill my mm. wife. Mm. She's like doing uh, Lolita from the book. And also mm. it's about dating Al Pacino, Tony Soprano in like the 1950s. Cause this is yeah. her like gangster boyfriend. Mm. I've learned from the genius page. This is like, oh, a, of course, this is, it's like an LA, is, um... like a Tony Soprano guy from the fifties. And he's like, so, so let's just say if we were to give, you know, like assign each of lana's boyfriend's uh a name we could call this guy like kingpin or something yeah this is you kingpin know. and then like the first boyfriend is like the green goblin yeah okay Be- because he's um, all about money <laughs> he's he has a lot of money and all the uh other girls are envious of lana right they're green with envy boyfriend. yeah for they're sure green with envy so he's the green goblin uh, um this is oh papa c's calling me i'll have to get back to oh, okay get back to him later um, I did, t- I will tell you first and foremost, just to be honest with you and the listeners, I did always think that the lyric to the chorus was, we're off to the Reese's Pieces. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was, we're off to the races, uh, what is it? I'm off to the races, cases of Bac- Bacardi chasers. I guess just like mm-hmm. my ears can't hear people talking about Bacardi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like she sings about treats throughout this album, so I thought, yeah, like, yeah. you know. Various treats and snacks We're going to so the Reese's on. Pieces. Yeah, and she's talking about gold coins earlier, that could be like you know like the the chocolate chocolate coins you know yeah so yeah because she's not a pirate they didn't have that back then um also she she does this is the song and she talks about being the queen of coney island right um from from my research uh elizabeth woolridge grant you know that's that's lana del rey she was born in manhattan to a guy who worked at mad men so hmm. um i lived 10 minutes away from coney island and i would not declare myself any type of royalty of the region no i I feel like it's a green bay packers thing where it's like everybody has ownership equally Uh oh yeah yeah yeah. of course it's it's the people's Um, theme park i i do like the um oh man i lost it um 
one of our friends on Genius had a, had a good. Um, also, Coney Island is known to have some Sin City tendencies, so she is the queen of sin, the queen of prostitution, and doing it right. So what? true. Excuse me. <laughs> I love fans. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I love it. We're all fans. Like we're gonna be doing that to the winds of winter when like when George is like. And then Arya ate a caper, and we're gonna like write a fucking dissertation about how mm-hmm. you know the rich etymology of the caper. Mm-hmm. We're all the same. We all have our guys. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the only like okay, yeah, Queen of Poland, and what she means is she went on the cyclone one time and didn't get like break her spine in half. Right. Like she only felt kind of bad afterwards, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Damn, this shit easy." <laughs> so. So when she's like, admires me the way I roll like a rolling stone. Um, Similarly, another fan suggests that, you know, this could be a Bob Dylan reference because even though Bob Dylan didn't exist in 1951 yet. So Mm. that's ding, number one. Um, But this genius user doesn't think it's about Bob Dylan at all, which would be correct. It may also reference how she can roll a cigarette or marijuana joint or roll live wildly in a manner typified by the rock band The Rolling Stones. I'm always calling them marijuana joints. Yeah, dude. That's that is like, what they called them in 1954, so. Yeah. You know, it's on top. You know that person says Sporps Ball. Yeah, definitely. If you say the rock band, the Rolling Stones, you're you're also posting like, oh, can't wait to watch the Superb Owl this year. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to watch the Poopy Bowl. <laughs> that's what I call it. Anyway. Anyways, Sorry about it. That was my Harley Quinn. That was good, yeah. Thank you. Um, all right. Next we have Blue Jeans. The song's about Bruce Springsteen. It's about Bruce Springsteen, James Dean, sexual gangster. <laughs> yeah, white boy with the little bit of yeah, sauce. It's, what uh, is it? he's, he's got some sauce. He's, he's busting it down sexual style and so on. Yeah, and things of that nature. Um, that's all she sings about in the Norman fucking Rockwell album. She actually James, invented that, like, that copy pasta. <laughs> it's weird that James Dean was supposed to be like the, the you know, the pinnacle of like cool dude. And he died by like crashing his giant car into the wall or something. That's the thing. I understand why Lana's like, I live life on the edge when it's mm-hmm. like, but all she talks about doing is driving a car because that really was mm-hmm. what it was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the most dangerous thing you could do. Yeah. Back in those days. You ride the cyclone once, and then you... Driving home is actually more dangerous than riding the cyclone. And that was even before they had harnesses back then. <laughs> yeah, you could go on the cyclone for free, and then you'd have to pay to drive I was home like, yeah, we, was more... we just invented centrifugal force, and it's, it'll, it'll keep you in your seat. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. And then that's it. You're done. Um, in an interview with Pop Crush, Lana says that she, quote, fucking loves Eminem. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> A long time... Um, a longtime Eminem lover I learned in the annotations for Blue Jeans. And this song is just, it sort of just sounds like she just woke up the whole time. Yeah. Or she's like about, this is like, she just took melatonin like 20 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. And she's ready to, she's ready to knock out. And yeah, this is also the one where Rick James is yelling periodically. Okay. And I had to do some pretty deep digging to figure out the word that he was yelling. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like he's saying like surf, mm-hmm. um, but apparently he's saying sing. Because uh, it's it's from a concert uh, where he's, he told the crowd to sing. Sing, yeah. Okay. But it sounds like uh, he's like, surf, uh, which is what you would do in uh, in California, so that would make sense. It's sampled from, this genius user says, Ricky James's song, Mary Jane. The oh, I bet I know what that one's about. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought my dad 
called me again, but he just left <laughs> a voicemail. Okay. Uh, anyway, I was like, if he's calling me like three times in a row, I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe Papa can... C has important information. He's he's good. He can wait. Son, I noticed uh, that you. I saw that you were recently listening to Lana Del Rey's "Born to Die." Are you going to Is be every... talking about the "Summertime Sadness" remix or the original yeah. version? Yeah. So you should put "Summertime Sadness" on Slap City. I'm like, Dad, that's not how it works. Dad, Thank you. <laughs> Dad listen to the show. Yeah. He'd be like, I I really like the uh, the the "Oh My Heart" episode. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, cool. thanks. Yeah, I D- thought that was a good one. Cut- Deep cut, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about video My games? My papa's got a gun. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> video games. Um, this, despite what you may think, this song is not about playing video games. That's um, yeah, that's my central thing, and I'm not. This isn't me being, you know, you know this about me. I'm not like a, a gamer gate gatekeeper, mm-hmm. angry video game nerd kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I feel like specifically. It doesn't seem like she has a very good grasp of what a video game is. Yeah. Um, I, I, Which I make, would make sense, because it's 1951. Yeah, she knows it's something you play, but also she mentions, like, pool and darts. So those are not yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, you, you th- she, she might think that, like, darts with, like, a CRT TV next to it is a video game. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is the third kind of relationship. So we have the... We have the um the 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 nineteen fifties Tony Soprano gangster. We have James Dean um driving we have his the gamer. car, and then we have nineteen fifties gamer boyfriend. Uh-huh. Uh and we can we can <laughs> we can call him um Peter Parker. Yeah, we'll call him Peter. So, did you know that when she sings the song and she starts it off and she's like, "Put up in your fast car, we say my name." Um. Pufferfish thinks on Genius that this is a possible reference to the song Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Because, oh. Because yeah. Tracy Chapman in- invented going fast. Okay, so definitely similar, similar um, When I topics. listen to The Reason by Hoobastank, I think that's a reference to Give Me One Reason by Tracy Chapman, who yeah, invented because reasoning. Yeah, they're, because they're, they're both about reasoning and logical deductions and uh-huh. so on, so, yeah, so it true. only makes sense. Um. Yeah, it's a open up a video game. So he says, "Get over here and play a video game." Like you do it. <laughs> yeah, go go see a Star Wars. Yeah, like okay, no, I don't want you. You come here. You have to play Smash Brothers against a level nine computer right yeah. now. It looks like so. So she's like she's doing the like 1950 starlet thing where she she just saw the 2019 meme where it's like getting railed in a sundress. That sounds fun. So yeah. she's like, I, and, I'm she's, in... and she's doing happy birthday, Mr. President. Well, yeah, I'm doing 2K. the Skylar White, Mr. President, uh, mm-hmm. nude boyfriend dance that I do um, mm-hmm. for sex- sexual doing. And then yeah, I lean in for a kiss and then mm-hmm. he's pl- he's playing World of Warcraft. Yeah. He's like, uh, come on, come on, you broad. Can't you see I'm leveling my rogue over here? <laughs> Right. This is this was before the sort of like division of labor, you know, brought brought mm-hmm. women into the gaming workforce. So it was yeah. It there was... were there were no um, girl gamer like sponsored yeah. teams yet. The 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 post war boom. There only needed to be one gamer in the household. Exactly. Yeah. And now you know things are the economy so fucked up that everyone has to be a gamer. Yeah, it's so sad. Uh huh. Um, yeah. I will say I looked through the annotations and there was a twenty twenty a twenty twelve interview where Lana did say that. Um, her current boyfriend played World of Warcraft the most, so that must be okay. That, that must be. We gotta the... find out. What, Can what I say class? honestly? You know, I know that I know that I know that I'm. You know, we're two fellas, right? We have a certain perspective. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's important for us to be, you know, cognizant of that. Of course, you know that. I know that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. What I imagine... I think it's kind of cool to be dating Lana Del Rey in 2012 and then to be like, no, I can't go to the Met Gala tonight. Leroy Jenkins, I got to get on. I got to get in Warcraft tonight. Yeah, no, I I can't. I can't come out. We're raiding Ice Crown Citadel tonight. Yeah, like (laughs) like, (laughs) like you're dating Lana Del Rey, dude. (laughs) Just what a and, and what a life. And, you know, afterwards, after they broke up, he would go and post to his guild and be like, man. My ex, my ex girlfriend was just crazy. Yeah, like she would always, she would always want to go and and go to like MTV, and I'm like, no. I'm just imagining like Lana Del Rey in like early December going into a GameStop store and trying to mm-hmm. figure out like what Fortnite gift card to get her boyfriend. Yeah, like, he gets the wrong. He's like, oh come on, I don't play League of Legends. Oh yeah, gosh. you never care. You never care about the things I care about. <laughs> You got me Game Pass. I have a fucking PlayStation. Yeah. Heaven is a place on earth with you. And, <laughs> I hear you and, like the bad girls, know, and I happen to be quite bad at video games. Exactly. She's she's talking about, oh, you you like the, the bad girls, don't you? And, like, what she's doing is, like, walking in front of the TV as he plays Mario Kart. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, shout, I like, out to, shout out to the gamers. Out shout there. out to the gamers. Um, uh-huh. Power to the players. <laughs> power to the players. GameStop. <laughs> Speaking um, of GameStop, her next I song, Pocky. Yeah, this this is this is like um, the you know how um, like prog rock they separate it into different tracks, but it's still part of the same like suite. Right. Yeah. Video games and Diet Mountain Dew are like part of the same. Yeah. This movement. is a speaker box love below situation. You can't have <laughs> yeah. one without the other. Uh huh. Diet Mountain Dew, baby, New York City. Never was. Taylor Swift resigned. Her New York song would never drop a delicious beverage. Mountain Dew is a popular soft drink. Yeah, dude. But in folk tradition, it refers to moonshine. Okay. Just like the soft drink title, the song is a slow, sexy jam loaded with youthful and summer-related pop culture references. (laughs) And when I drink a Diet Mountain Dew, I say, mmm, youthful and summer-related. This is a slow, sexy jam. What? I know, I don't drink Mountain Dew. I was I was doing character. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you were being Slim Shady. I was, yeah, I was Slim Shady in that moment. And here's the thing. I I always want to mark when we find, like, a, a kindred spirit in our mm-hmm. in our genius searching. So, you, you know, you pointed out that, you know, it's people being like, she's probably singing about moonshine because she's from Manhattan where they used to make moonshine famously. Mm-hmm. But, um... A cably uh, in the comments below says, Diet Mountain Dew is also a literal real drink made by PepsiCo. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's what it's about. Okay, so we have to... <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay, so uh, in the in the chorus of the song, she says, Baby stopping at 7-Eleven, there in his white Pontiac heaven. Right? Yeah, what's the problem? Uh, this annotation from a genius user says the Pontiac Heaven is an incredibly fast car which can drive at speeds at near 200 miles per hour! Exclamation point. <laughs> Thank you. Lana, Lana has been learning to drive very fast indeed. Pontiac what? Heaven, an incredibly what? fast car that can reach speeds <laughs> yeah. of over 200 miles per hour. Coney yeah. Island, <laughs> ride the cyclone. Um, let me. See. Let me see, uh, what you, it doesn't look so the Pontiac Heaven doesn't look that old. I want to see. No, this looks like the fucking car that Elon Musk threw a bowling ball at and it caught on fire. This doesn't look like a very good car. Is this a, this isn't even a real song, a real car. 
So this is like an invented. This is like the Banshee in Grand Theft Auto. Um, I only get like the worst website of all time on Black. It says real Pontiacs only, no corporate nonsense. Celebrating the V8 era, 1955 to 1981. Well, there you go. The Pontiac heaven was probably discontinued in like 53. Yeah, everyone who bought one died, so they had to stop selling it and wipe <laughs> it from the internet. She was born to die because she drove a Pontiac. Exactly. Exactly. So this song is about dating a guy with a fast car who is religious, except when it comes to uh, fucking in a car and drinking soda. Mm -hmm. And also the keys on the song fucking rule. I'm sorry. It's yeah, it's good. Um, I'm always, you know, I'm always suspicious of whenever someone's like, ah, there's nothing like the glitz and glamour of New York City. Um, anyone who's ever like had to go through actual New York City is hating every second of it. <laughs> like no matter where you are, unless you're inside, you're fucking miserable. Like not only the angriest I've ever seen you, but one of the angriest I've ever seen any person. It was just like <laughs> yeah. 45 minutes of Manhattan traffic. Yeah. And we went like one mile. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were passing it's the a, One World Trade Center and you were like, this fucking sucks. Fuck. Yeah. If you're, if you're driving, especially if you're taking the train. If you're walking here specifically, like just the worst time, only the only people having fun are people in Times Square taking pictures of the, the new sexy M&M store. Like, that's right. It. Yeah. The, those are the only happy people out of like 50 million or whatever. You know Lana is fucking tilted over what they did to the green M&M. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The green M&M was a big inspiration for this album. So. <laughs> that's so true. Um, yeah. Lana Del Rey drops epic clapback at the green M&M. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, National Anthem? Yeah. I, Wouldn't it I be thought, cool I, if this was just the National Anthem of the United States? I really thought it was going to be something like, ah, uh, there's nothing like American superiority. Yeah, there's nothing like the Monroe Doctrine. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Next song is called Trail of Tears, and we're like, uh-oh, Lana, hold on. And I'll gladly stand up. That would probably bang if she sang that song, though. Yeah, but, then, but then there was like a big 808 bass slamming in the back. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I just happened to scroll down and says, the concept of this song seems to involve Lana expressing her feelings for two distinct lovers, alluding to the life and death of President John F. Kennedy. So true. So true. Um, it, it's one thing to be like, you know, um, like if you're going to make a song like, haha, like Joe Biden is epic, you know, like that would be kind of silly. Yeah, that's, that's also, a funny thing I, I want to fuck the president from 60 years ago is like. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him head because he needs one. <laughs> you know? he, yeah, because he, yeah, you know, yeah, his, his head, head just did that, and yeah. and, and so am I. Mr. Kennedy's uh, love for Hollywood starlet Marilyn Monroe was fun, crazy, and passionate. His we polled we polled Middle silly. America we polled Middle America to see what they thought about President John F. Kennedy. I, I just love said. this is like I I know this is also like a our positionality is also that we're both teachers, but it's like that's where's the citation? Like you're, you're yeah, exactly. Like oh, you weren't there. Yeah, citation citation needed. Um, yeah, circling it big red ink. You need evidence for this. Yeah, like okay. I think they were cute together. All right, that's yeah. fine. That was and, you and say, now I even think. Marilyn was seemingly more sporadic, eccentric, and glamorous. Exactly the opposite of Jackie Kennedy. Yeah, so true. That old hag. Like <laughs> what? I will say it was pretty funny recently when people were dragging her on Twitter. It was uh delightful. Jackie Kennedy. 
Yeah, people people were like people were being quite nasty to her in a way that I, uh, I won't repeat on the show, but I I did have a sensible rude chuckle when I saw. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's not um, Nancy Reagan tier, yeah. right? Yeah, I think yeah, I think that it got absorbed by the Nancy Reagan discourse. Okay, well. Anyway, so this, you know, you think you we usually listen to we're listening to fucking uh, fucking uh, 59 sound fucking mm-hmm. oh, Cal- Calcutta fucking, you know, the usual music that we listen to on here mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, that they don't love our country. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. But like this. So it's like you go to your national anthem and it's like, oh, Lana's going to speak some truth about the fucking Bush administration. Right. But then it just starts uh, no. with fireworks going off, and yeah. the song is about how she loves money and fireworks. And there's, and there's red, white, and blue in the sky and so on. I love money, yeah. fireworks, and drinking and driving. Yeah, there's nothing better than this. Also, also, she sort of hits you with a little funky, make me say a wow wow. Yeah, that's that's nearly Aaron's party level. That's my like, least ad-lib. favorite Lana moment on the whole album, I think. I yeah. A little bit. And the thing, but the thing is, though, on some level, I do respect it because you have to be so confident as a singer in a way that I could never be. I could mm-hmm. never go into the studio and for them to be like, Lana, give me your ad lib between the chorus lines. And she's like, how about bow chicka wow wow? And then they're like, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is this is based like this is kind of like in the 50s. Right. So that'd be really cool then. Right. They didn't okay. have bow chicka wow wow yet. Yeah, they didn't have that. Uh, let's let's put it in there. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still at the bottom of the page, and it says about um, Mr. Kennedy's love for Hollywood starlet Marilyn Monroe, so on and so on. This may have been charged even more so by the fact that it was an affair behind closed doors. That's one of the like, worst I, way places you can have one. Yeah, and I feel like I, I knew about this, like, before I was born. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, like, that's the lady who sang to the president. And like, yeah, it's uh, like how, like... She, she like, busted it down sexual to the president. Yeah, so, yeah I know. It's like like baby dolphins have like an instinct to like go to the surface and not drown. Like I just instinctually <laughs> yeah. knew that he busted yeah. it down sexual style. With yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah, it was my first words was I, I he was goaded with the sauce. I, I know that's me, me and every whatever president we're learning about in school until I got it right. I'm like, this is the one who was like busting it down sexual with Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Like no, this is John Quincy Adams. I'm like, okay, sorry. Okay, yeah. all right, I'll, I'll I'll catch up. Was this the one who was busting it down sexual style with uh, the seven year itch, or was this the one who was busting it down sexual style with like three sisters from the same family and did a rap yeah. about it? So when you mentioned the teapot dome scandal, hold on a second. <laughs> was that like? Is that why it's called what I think it's called? Yeah. Or... <laughs> oh, pretty all right. good. Well, that's way more boring. Anyway, yeah. Uh, next up we have Dark Paradise. Mm-hmm. My beautiful um, Dark it, Twisted Paradise. Paradise. Um, and this one is about, um, when you're in a dark paradise. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Ah, 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 according to the verse. Yeah. Um, hold on, let me, let me play a couple, couple bars of this one so I can. Oh, I can, I can help you. Oh, Memedy, Memedy. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Every time I close my eyes, it's a dark paradise. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Maybe this is another song from like a baby's perspective because it's like a baby learning about object permanence. Yeah, it's about when when, <laughs> when it's so um, fucking you're... scary when I close my eyes, doc. <laughs> yeah, your your old man puts his hands in front of his face and you say, you say, "Where yeah. Papa go? Where'd he I'm go? scared that you won't be waiting on the other side." <laughs> yeah, Papa, where'd you go? But then, but then you know, Papa appears and you say again, again. 
Right, yeah. Because That's you wanted the, to do the, his... the thrill of uh, being born to die. The, the thrill of disappearing papa. Um, and there's there's it, a bunch of theories about, like, this could be a song about, like, some secret boyfriend who died. It could be a... Or it could just be, like, a basic breakup song, which or, seems probably more likely it, if we don't know anything about that. It could be about but the it's secret like, fourth boyfriend who is ghost. Right. Like a spirit. And I was just thinking, like, it would suck... If you died and then your girlfriend, Lana Del Rey, wrote, mm-hmm. like, the song about you after you died and the song mm-hmm. was just, like, go play video games instead of doing sexual with me. Yeah, yeah. Go go, pl- go play Warcraft. It's a double XP weekend. You know, in World of Warcraft, when, when your character dies, you turn into to a ghost and you have to, like, run back to your body to come alive again. So Damn. This is, this is from the perspective of... Her boyfriend, who just right. got got ganked in, um, <laughs> you know, he he got yeah, ganked. Yeah, um, Womp Rat took me out, and now the I'm... Barons. He was running through the Barons on his like right. level fourteen shaman, and, and she's scared that he won't be waiting on the other side. Exactly. So you know, because she she's waiting. She's like, I thought we were gonna queue up for this dungeon. Right. And he's like, No, I must return to my body first. And that um, may, so that makes sense no matter how you take the song because if you do take this as like a dead boyfriend song it's like she's saying you know it's like it's the three cheers for sweet revenge thing where it's like it's really hard to connect with you across the spectral realm and like what if I go to heaven and see you and you're in there playing <laughs> th- Quake Arena you know I thought you were gonna say it's about how Lana Del Rey has to kill like 100 boyfriends before <laughs> she can achieve like relief and she, like... she does it by just being like I love to drive a car in 1915. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing better than driving in an uh-huh. old car. I love to drive uh, my car in my garage that's painted with lead with, paint and with asbestos. The door, I lo- yeah, can we practice? I want to practice revving the engine with the garage door closed. <laughs> can you show me how it works? There's nothing I love more than busting it down sexual style in my closed garage. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is um, a dark paradise. Um, yeah, so true. Check out with the Patreon. Yeah, I'd like that. Dot com slash post Game of Thrones. Or if you like, you can donate to us. At $1 a month, you get uh, access to all of our bonus content, including all of Carry Me Home. Hello. E- everything on there. And Hall Brawl. Hi. That I do with Kim. Hey. What are we doing next month? Mona Lisa Smile. Mona Lisa Smile. That's, That's with right. Maggie. Mag. We're dropping it down Maggie style. Did you like yeah. seeing... Goated with the sauce. Did you like seeing Jacob in uh, Spider-Man's 3? Julia. Julia... Oh, Julia Bobbers. Um Jake in, in Spider-Man? Did you like seeing him in the third one? He was in the third one? He was in literally the first 30 seconds of the movie only. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It replays him again. I thought yeah. he, like, appeared somehow. No, yeah, but it's was. it's but it's like... I think you know, we agreed two year, that Two he's... years from now, if you're at the bottom of the barrel... Yeah, I think we agreed that he wasn't in it enough to to warrant a i mean it's entry. but you know on the other hand some people would say that you know you mean uh there was a character oh, yeah. who only appeared for one scene and that was very important oh uh, yeah true so you never know um i really thought i'm um, talking in the vaguest terms possible i thought that after the end of two tom holland i thought they just like weren't gonna address it like i thought yeah. i thought it would take place like you know six months afterwards and he's just like dealing with that mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, okay, they did it, all right. Yeah, they, they. oh, damn, there is a reward for, for seeing other movies in this series. Yeah, yeah, wow, weird. Anyway, um, $5 a month, you can request albums for us to listen to on Funpoint, um, and you get shout-outs at the end of episodes, 
And uh, $10 a month, you get special user status in the Discord, and we'll make a Fire Pro wrestling creation for you if you want us to create all of Lana's 100 dead boyfriends and uh-huh. have them duke it out in a battle royal. Uh, let us know, and we'll... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have it. Lana come out in Wheel of Fortune from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She would love that car. <laughs> That's her favorite episode. Yeah. So. Uh, she's like, she's like, her big critique of, of JoJo's is like, why does he keep flying the plane when there was a perfectly good car? So true. Like, right there the whole time. Patreon.com slash postgamerthrones, thank you. <laughs> Next we have radio, which is what they called TV back in the day. Yeah, that's important to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ha- I have an issue with this song. Sure. She says vitamin. Yeah, I don't know why she does that. Just say a different word. You don't have to force it. Yeah, she said, lick me up and take me like a vitamin, because mm-hmm. nobody's sweet, but the sugar venom, oh yeah. It's, yeah, you don't need to say sugar venom, oh yeah, it's or such vitamin. A tortured, it's such a tortured bar. Like, you don't need to say that at all. It could yeah. be something else. Uh, but I do like, like, venom, I like that venom. Setup. Yeah, that was cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like venom a lot. Yeah, um, big venom fan. And, like, also, if you're in the 50s, you should say, like, Vitamita Vegemin. Like, that would be, like, a good reference that you could use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they exactly. only had the one show back then. Everybody loved it. Mm. So this is the fake Friends song. This is the one that's, yes. like, now that I'm on the radio and everybody loves me except my video game playing loser boyfriend. Which is weird because, like, she had an album before this, but then they, um, what is it? They, like, relaunched her. As, like, this 1950s girlfriend. Yeah, there um, is. I And I'm not as familiar with it as... as as I should be, but there is a lot of discourse from what I understand about how how much of it is sort of a put on. So, so we're 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 taking the stance here on Fun Point that Lana Del Rey is an industry plant, is what we're saying. Yeah, I think that, that <laughs> the CIA thought that Katy Perry was too dangerous. They say we need some more goddamn songs about the president. All right, <laughs> the kids are forgetting about what JFK did. Yeah. We okay, th- yeah. This was like rather than you know doing anything or um like courting voters to get like to do something for voters. Obama was like, oh, uh, what if we had songs about how I'm hot? So like, yes, <laughs> yes, sir, I'm on it. I think it's time for the American people to uh, learn how to let it rock. I, I, I think the I think the main thing that uh, all Americans want is to bust it down sexual stuff. <laughs> If you, if you like your huge car, uh, you can uh, crash it. The American people are trying to bust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's going to get a huge giant car that they can bust yeah. it. Maybe it's time for Mitch McConnell to stop trying to union bust and start trying to bust. Did you see Did you see our favorite president, Joe Biden, the other day be like, oh, gosh, I didn't know the Republicans would be rude to me. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. <laughs> we love it. It's, it's so fantastic. Good. That's why I voted for him in the primaries is because you see, listen, I liked Bernie, but it's like he was the one that was like, yeah, I can get things done. The Republicans love me. Exactly. I'm from the Obama administration. Yeah. No one else said that they could do things. Yeah. Um, And it's like, it's so sad because he's trying so hard to like open schools and stop the lockdowns that are happening everywhere. But it's like, we can't go to school and everywhere is locked down. Exactly. I don't go into work every day. Yeah, I don't go into a windowless classroom in Florida where I can't allow ma- I can't require masks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. It's pretty much just like, hey, I would like to um not die 
at my job. And the teachers' unions are too powerful. They yeah, want your they're... kids to, to eat asbestos at home. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Our right. kids need to learn about JFK. Our kids should be learning about JFK and eating asbestos in the classroom. They don't need to do that at my house, okay? Yeah. I pay good tax dollars for them to get asbestos poisoning Listen, in around fall, 2000 in fall 2020, I had to teach my own kid that like, oh, 1960, Richard Nixon got really sweaty on, on TV and nobody wanted to bust it down with him sexual style. And that's why he uh, lost. But it was yeah. the kids. It doesn't take when it's not a teacher. Exactly. Or a member you, of you, the National Guard. <laughs> yeah, you have to be um, either a member of the, you have to be like, an ex Navy SEAL, or you have to be like eighty thousand dollars in student debt for a kid to fully understand like what the three branches of government are. Right. Like otherwise, they just won't retain it. Mm-hmm. That's that's what um, pedagogy of the oppressed was about. Yeah, the pedagogy of the oppressed was about learning what the Senate parliamentarian is and how it stops all the good yeah. things. Yeah, and and how Republicans are mean to you all the time. Yeah. Can I read Thank you, you. Um, a, a Ben Simmons style uh, genius user take in terms of just completely missing the shot? Yeah, sure. Um, so you know how Lana in this one, she's like, let me go playing on the radio. How do you like me now? You know that part? Mm-hmm. So how do you like me now is a possible reference to Toby Keith's How Do You Like Me Now? Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. A song with a similar theme. Mm hmm. Uh, person who's says, only listened to Toby Keith and getting Toby yeah, Keith yeah. vibes from this. When she says, like a fucking dream I'm living in, this is a reference to um, Aerosmith's Dream On. Um, so true. Because they would dream on in the song, and members of Aerosmith were frequently fucking. When she says sweet like yeah. cinnamon, that's a reference to Probably. sweet emotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when she says uh, playing on the radio, that's a reference to where you would listen to music. That's so true. It is kind of like a sad sort of subtextual 1950s thing is like, she's like, now my life is sweet like cinnamon. And that's like, cinnamon is probably the sweetest thing they had back then. That's all they had. They, it's like when they you learn did. about like Julius Caesar and it's like, he thought an apple was dessert, you know? Yeah. It's just instead of like the thing that you eat before your treat to be a good boy. Uh, uh-huh. So sad. they didn't um, know about candy in the 50s. It's so sad. Yeah, it's like um, anytime it's like, what what time period would you want to go go back to? It's like none. They're all bad. Yeah. Like <laughs> never. I don't want to do that. No. Yeah. The that's fact why... that I would rather I would rather stay exactly how everything is right now <laughs> than go back to like 18. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Like no questions asked. Like I'm, I'm using my time machine now and it's called going forward. One yeah. second at a time. Like I'm not traveling anywhere. That's yeah, I'm not. Ready. I'm not doing it. Thanks. I'm a scientist. I'm like it wasn't until like... DeGrasse Tyson said I'm busting at that section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm not. It wasn't until like 1972 when there was a movie that was like, "Hey, what if we invented this kind of factory that can make candy?" And Gene mm-hmm. Wilder worked there, and then they discovered candy, and that's why everybody liked the movie. So I'm not going yeah. back before that movie came out. Exactly. Um, anyway, next we have Carmen. Mm-hmm. Um, any, anytime I hear about Carmen or anything like that, I, the only thing I think about is the episode of Hey Arnold when they go see it. Oh my God, opera. me too. Yeah. And, and they're, they're like imagining, like Arnold's like imagining them doing it or yeah. something. That's a good episode. Yeah. Anyway. I, that's how I learned about, uh, that, the, the Shakespeare play that they do. So uh, they do Romeo and Juliet and like, yeah. has to kiss him or something. Yeah. My name, and yeah. Curly's Mercutio pretty mm-hmm. good yeah. um that's also where i learned harold plays pagliacci in helga's dream and that's when i learned that's I learned about pretty that. good it's pretty good 
Bless you, um, Kim. Let's let's revisit Hey Arnold. I gotta tell you, that's one of my that's one of my night night shows that I put on. It probably, on I bet it, I bet it holds up. Yeah. <laughs> Fairly odd parents, maybe not. But no, but I gotta tell you, I um, that's still like whenever I log on to Twitter, um, ninety five percent of the users live in New York City. Like that's. Mm. I realize that even when, like, you're, like, telling me a story about your childhood in Brooklyn, like, I'm imagining you at PS 118. Like, Hey Arnold has completely... I, I, went, I went to PS 101. Well, there you go. So, yeah. Yeah, remember when uh, Eugene was accused of pulling the fire alarm because he had peanut butter on his fingers, and then they did, like, a 12 Angry Men parody to figure out... Yeah. ...who actually... Remember Man, that was when, so um, like, Eugene, like, locked himself in the principal's office, and they did Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, and then Harold showed his ass to the principal... Very good. And then it was like Arnold didn't snitch because he's a good. That's a good show. Genuinely, I it, like that. It's good. We, we like it's it. It's really it's it, it holds up. It's it's a pleasant show. This this mm. song is about alcohol and yeah. Um, also, apparently, possibly about a far right Spanish politician. Okay, all right. Which is you know you kind of get that vibe from this album a little bit. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So you hope not. The only the only Coney Island queen who exists is that lady from the the side talk video where she's like Kim Kardashian ain't got shit on me. Like so that's true. the only queen of Coney Island that I recognize. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the the song ends with her saying uh, Nathan Don is a biblioteca in French. Nathan is a pretender to the throne. Why? The, the, and the king of Coney Island is the guy who had the two dogs. He's like, if you see the dogs outside, you know, okay. Ariana Grande, call me, and so on. Got it, got it. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then she says, Dundee Estella, Biblioteca. Yeah. Do you want to talk about uh, Ted DiBiase? Okay, <laughs> The Million Dollar Man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I feel like this song, I have no idea about how it goes. I need to... I, I, I all Carmen and Million Dollar Man, I always... I, but this is the one that's like, one for the money, two for because the I show. Because I think this is, this is the point where to actually like talk about the album for a second. Yeah, sure. Um, every, like, basically, and I don't know how her, like, later songs are but every track has the like you know luxurious and elegant like strings with a, yeah, yeah, with yeah. a hint of of busting it down ominous style you know um <laughs> yeah so for sure. if if it doesn't have you know like a like a trap beat in the back or yeah if it doesn't have like uh, rick james going surf or, or saying vitamin then you know it takes like i, I kind of lose i zone out a little bit so, so this is about it the 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 gangster from before and um she mm-hmm. said uh, this is about a man who, on the outside, he was handsome and wholesome, but under wraps, he was running an illegal electronics business, which ended up taking him and his friends under. Like, that's the lamest, like... This dude was selling hacked Pokemon cartridges. Yeah, th- yeah you know who also did that? But again, speaking of being from Brooklyn, there was, like, this, elect- like, a game store that would just have bootleg shit up at the front desk. Yeah, cool. And you could buy like the 52 in 1 cartridge and it would just have like full Yu-Gi-Oh card games and shit on it yeah. with like Pokemon Gold and everything. Yeah, I would be I would be in 3rd grade lunch and I would be like I got the special Pokemon Green version that exists in America actually. I have the only copy. Hmm. Um but they just had the shit in like the the front window so you would come <laughs> like, in and go char- also, also but also so so they had like all the bootleg shit but there was a store across the street that was like legit but they would just sell us M-rated games. Oh, that's cool. Like, I'd go in there, and I'm like, I want Torok Dinosaur Hunter. They're like, here you go, kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, hope that plays. Circle 2, hope you're still out there. Yeah, shout out Circle 2. That was where I got my video games, where, where I ignored my girlfriend and played uh, fucking Ratchet and Clank uh, going commando game. or whatever instead of. 
Um, so Whatever yeah, this is a it's a Roger Rabbit sounding song about Ted DiBiase, mm-hmm. who. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, the res- yeah. way wrestling used to work is Hulk Hogan would, would beat up uh, either some guy that had a different ethnicity or some guy that, like, did taxes. Those were the two bad guys you could be. Yeah. And one of them was a guy named Ted DiBiase who was just, like, this large white gentleman who would be, and like, And he had hey, one million dollars. Yeah, I have one million dollars. Can you believe it? Yeah, and he would like take some poor kid from the crowd and be like, "Hey, if you bow- if you hold this egg in your hand for fifteen seconds, I'll give you a hundred dollars." And then when fourteen seconds passed, they'd he'd crush the egg in his hand, which is when such I a cool a kid, thing to do to a kid. When I was a kid, I always thought like the Undertaker was really like dead. Yeah, sometimes. of course. And the way I convinced it is, I was like, "But if he's like a zombie, like why would he be wrestling?" Yeah, that's like, why sort of is the he big doing thing that about the like why is uh, Knuckleball Schwartz the guy who dressed who paints a baseball on his face why is he yeah wrestling instead of playing for the triple a team you know the fiend's dad can be like a perfectly fine accountant like why is he wrestling in his accounting gear yeah on at the same time like it doesn't make it doesn't add up to me no it doesn't make a lot of sense um Uh i'll tell you what does make sense um when she says like you look like a million dollar man why is my heart broke that is an eminem style entendre right there it really is because like my heart is broke but also it does there's no money in it yeah um god damn it but you know if eminem was on the beat it would be afterwards it would be like broke million dollar get it yeah yeah he'd be like he'd be like do you get it i'm wrestling in the ring I'm I'm DiBiase, and then and then he would say like DiBiase in a way that would that would be like that's my posse or something you know because like because D twelve D does be his posse exactly see there we DB go posse this yeah shit is, this this shit is so easy yeah what a hack fraud I can't wait to watch him at the Super what song is Eminem gonna perform at the can Super Bowl can you fucking imagine if he goes out there and he's like but hey man I was framed he, he's gonna he's def it's definitely gonna be lose yourself right. Yeah, if he gets one, that's got to be the one that's going to like get everybody. the most boring option. Like he really should go out there with D12 and do my band. I would pop huge for that. Yeah, they're going to go out there and you're going to hear the opening to Purple Pills, but they're going to have to say Purple Hills and it's going to be not. Good. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember when the weekend won like Kids Choice Award for the cocaine song? Oh yeah. That was cool. The new weekend album fucking goes dude. Yeah, dude, we love Jim. If you have it, it's really good. Yeah. Also, anyway, just to want... uh, one more wrestling update, I want you to know that the weekend is doing the WrestleMania theme song for the third year in a row. They love him over there. They can't get it. It's it's I can't feel my face when I'm with you because of all the, the like cranial and yeah, because of the long term injuries for sure. Yeah, I'll tell you though, if they just kept making, if they were just like from now on, it's blinding lights. I would be like, that's fine. That's fine. I'm buying tickets. Yeah, Let's go. That's good. Raymond James again. Let's get in there. <laughs> Let's get in there. Let's close the dome. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, summertime, summertime sadness. Sad, song of the summer, baby. Fucking ten years running. This is the Lana Del Rey song. Yeah, this is the one from. She did one song from Great Gatsby that was like, "Will you love me when I'm old?" And then mm-hmm. she did this one, which was that's the song of the winter. This is the song of the summer. Yeah. Um, and this is about um when you're um if you can believe it. It is kind of like um, driving fast in a car at night. Yeah, it's about... But it's, but it's in the summer. Listen, dude, the fucking post-chorus beat like, is what fucking Lana pilled me. I got that summer it's, it's so fucking... Oh, my God, I feel it. Mm. It's so good. It is good. I enjoy I it. And yeah, she's talking about going yeah. 99 miles per hour in a Tracy Chapman fast car. 
Well, that's cool. I can go 100 in my Honda Civic, yeah. but whatever. I'm feeling electric tonight. What are you, fucking Jamie Foxx? <laughs> that's the thing. It was like, it was like, oh, yeah, your cool fucking like 1924 Plymouth or whatever is 20 feet long. Uh, my Honda Civic, it's like 34 miles per gallon. Yeah. So, you so know. So, jot that down. And it, it can go into sport mode. Ooh. So, yeah, a fucking Honda Civic. So, why would you ever want an old car that sucks shit to drive? That's um, my opinion. I have a... So, I don't want to be too harsh on the Eminem album Revival. But, oh, you can, though. But you we can. know that... Okay, so we know that Lana's an Eminem fan. We know that Eminem has listened to Lana in the past. So, we can assume that he's listened to this album. Definitely has heard mm-hmm. Summertime Sadness, for sure, obviously, because yes. uh-huh. he was alive in 2012. It's like, yeah, if yeah, everyone has heard it. Who exists on the earth? Yeah, he was probably sending Haley text that was like, I know it's summertime, but I'm feeling sadness. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so in the bridge of the song, you know, she's like, think I'll miss you forever. Like the stars miss the sun in the morning sky. And people are pointing out, obviously, you know, that like there's the double entendre of mm-hmm. the morning sky where it's like it's sad, but mm-hmm. also it's the morning, which is the time of day. Uh. I, I'd say solid Alkaline Trio album, Good Morning, and it's spelled morning like death. You see, and so. that's the thing is, unfortunately, I remembered in the song Nowhere Fast featuring Kelani, um, oh. he had the exact same, um, he had the exact same sort of, uh, I'm awake in your morning when I'm devising oh. this rhyme. And it's like, that's not the, your good best, morning, man. Good Morning is decent. It's a decent out. Al- I, oh, I think this is the one that Matt Skiba was like sick when they recorded it, so his songs sound like shit. Oh, okay. They got Continental, but All you, on Black, Fade you know of Yours. Yeah, Blue Carolina. This is a good album. If we tabbed album. over to like um, the graduation, Kanye West, though, you know, all the genius users would be like, "It's called Good Morning" because his mother would die two years after this album came out, so he's more. Yeah, also. yeah. Is because that's what he said to to Donda before he went to drop out of college. Yeah, so. he said, "I gotta, I gotta go make one half of the greatest album of all time, and then one half of the worst album of all yeah. time." Yeah. Hold on a second. How many home runs did that guy hit? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Someone call Lil Wayne right now. He will definitely get a baseball Hall of Fame vote. Yeah, and here's a Hall of Fame Barry Bonds. Ugh, <laughs> things that haven't aged well in Kanye's discography. Yeah, there's some. Do you want to talk about this? Is what makes us girls. <laughs> bro <laughs> this is what makes us girls bro we are we are girls problem problem so this I is would, about how you can't ha- there some people... is no one has ever drank a paps blue ribbon on ice yeah i don't understand on. so i i understand that like pbr was like the cool thing in 2012 for like hipsters i remember that it, it was it was just like the cheap you know party but the year. thing and, like... and the thing about it is it was like fine you know it's like it'll it, i'm trying it to get you something. where you need to be yeah, it's like I'm I'm trying to think of some other thing where people like super overrate it, but it's like it's like someone being like this uh, shield match is the match of the year, and it's like no, it was like pretty good, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was uh, like it was, it was a three point seven five star match. Yeah, the shield versus uh, the Usos was phenomenal, and like no, it was all right. Yeah, it's, it's like if you watch else. like a Shingo warm up five minute exhibition, it's like about yeah, that when good. you're watching Shingo road to Beppu and he's against like show. <laughs> in the opener yeah dude like, this, this Dolph Ziggler edge, edge match was the greatest match you'll ever see yeah exactly that's PBR yeah like a 2.5 star you know 
you can give it the gentleman's three if you want that's pbr yeah it's the cody Rhodes of beer um the yeah. <laughs> but the genius says like because teenagers cannot legally purchase alcohol they are often limited to cheap low-end beers like pabs and i was like i don't think they can buy that either that, that was what confused me but i guess if you're... yeah why why <laughs> listen you're you're only 17 you can't buy you know you can't buy gold here what here's what i'll do i'll give you some coors light yeah like what <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank I don't you, know sir. how they do it in New York, but uh, that's yeah, not the way yeah. we do it in Florida for sure. Yeah, the way it is, it's like if you're one, all you can drink is like um, you know, old English. And then as you get older, when you're when you're finally hit 21, you're like, "Yes, I can have a vodka and cranberry now." Yeah. I I'm, mean, I've moved up to Smirnoff. She does say in the song, "Drinking cherry schnapps in the velvet night at at age 16." Couldn't be me. That no one no one I feel like at age 16, no, you're all you're doing is like whatever beer you can get or you're just like taking shots of tequila to the head like you're not you know you're not picky you don't have a favorite drink when you're 16 right you know yeah, it's whatever you can get me, your boss. nasty little hands on yeah uh-huh anyway um uh, we uh i mean as as both of us are honorary lesbians that's so true we have been told that yeah we have been told that each individually um so so you know I, I see the song title and I just I I nod and I smile. Did you enjoy that in the pre-chorus she gives a shout out to everybody's friend Britney Spears because this was 2012, and uh-huh. she was talking about how she used to live in New York, baby, greatest city in the world, and she would listen to Perfect Lover off of the t- 2007 studio album Blackout. Oh, Britney Spears's most famous album. Well, that you know, if I'm putting out an album that's like my memories of listening to britney spears i'm not gonna say it's toxic. yeah it's toxic. hanging out with the girlies and to hit me baby one more time i'm gonna be like no i'm a real britney head oh you have to get the like the deep cut yeah uh, uh-huh. like i'm not gonna yeah. if, if i ever do a um hold on know. i want to can we can we ask an expert quick oh sure. kim what's the best britney spears song i think it's it's toxic like toxic is the chalk pick but it's yeah so that's good. what i would say i I knew you were gonna say lucky. I knew that. That's such I a Kim song. My, that's such a Kim song. <laughs> I think it's lucky. Uh-huh. Or if I'm feeling a little more like, like if you want to bust it, modern Britney. If you no, want to bust no. it down, sexual style. No. Oh. No. If if I'm feeling a little more like down, like modern Britney, uh-huh. it's every time. It's when she's in the bathtub and like the paparazzi are invading her. I don't know that one. It's a very slow song. Uh-huh. It's sad. Okay. You know, it's 2004, uh-huh. though. Mm-hmm. 2004, Britney. Okay. Pre-head shave. Mm-hmm. If I want to bust it down... Mm-hmm. Sexual style. I'm a slave for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real sexual style song. That's a sexual style. That's like a... I'm trying to get Opa sexual they, style. They were, they were, like, fucking in that video. Her and the boa? Just everyone. Mm-hmm. I thought they were just, like, people, like, all, like, on each yeah. other in that one. That's a that's a awakening song. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kim. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Kim. Anyway, uh, what are your favorites? I I just said toxic. Oh, that's right. I forgot. What about Brooks? What about Brooks? Brooks not a big Britney head. Uh, I mean it's it's toxic for me. I um, it's it's, to- it's toxic as well. I did um uh to I tried out for the third grade talent show to mm-hmm. you drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. And you you won. No, I always tried out for the talent show and I never got through. Oh well, if I maybe they the judges were corrupt so. Twist the uh, crooked refs and so on. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, that's Lana Del Rey. <laughs> does um does Kim like Katy Perry? Kim, do you like Katy Perry? No. No. Not even 
Uh, Not even close. That's because I, I wanted to tell Kim that uh, a mm-hmm. week from tonight, uh, Willem Dafoe is hosting SNL with musical guest oh. Katy Perry. Okay, because Willem Dafoe is going to be on SNL with Katy Perry next week. Oh. So we got to watch it. I don't like anything about her. I thought you were going to say him. I was gonna Yeah, that would have been, you, you would have had to cut that. Yeah. I don't have a problem with him. I don't like her. Okay. All right. You know anyway, there's going to be a funny Spider-Man yeah. where he's going to be like... In the I'm... shittiest Party City Green Goblin costume yeah. of all time. They're going to like <laughs> degrade Mr. Defoe to this degree. <laughs> or you know what's going to be? He's going to be like normal and everyone else is going to be It Spider-Man would be funny characters. if he just like played Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like in high school. Yeah. Like that's... Yeah, and he, how do you do fellow kids? It'd be funny. Yeah, they're definitely gonna. It'd be funny. So yeah, that song is about how it's sad when you're a tenth grade girl and you have to switch schools and you miss your girlies. Thank you, Lana. Thank you, thank you, Lana. Um, what do we do? We do questions. Yeah, or we do a slap city typically. Slap city. Hold on. Okay, let me let me load that up. Um, I got it. Can I tell you? Can I admit something on the air? Yeah, sure. Um, I've been listening to uh Jay Z's title, uh, subscription service. Oh yeah. Uh, because they have the song, because it's it's in high fidelity, and I have like a good sound system now. It, I I I'm telling you, I can hear the difference. Hmm. The the thing is, I so I won't ha- I, if if I continue this because I have like a fucking three months trial for a dollar or whatever. Um, if I continue it, I won't have Spotify wrapped. But what Title does is it gives you a monthly info. Oh wow! So, I you know I'm gonna want to post that so people can see all the like cool shit I listen to, but then be like, why why is this artist here? Right, and it's because it's going to be my next pick, and I'm like searching. Yeah, you're going to be like, you're going to be hearing that real crisp shit on future albums, or you're going to be like, yeah, the fucking kazoo and like a Rolling Stone was really good. And yeah. I'm not even going to be able yeah. to hear that. The, the kazoo, oh, the production on like a Rolling Stone is fucking terrible. The kazoo is peaking and blown out. It's awful. <laughs> it's cracked. It, yeah, um, I went first last time. Um, so you're up. I think uh, so. I was between Born to Die and uh, Norman Fucking Rockwell for my pick. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thing with uh, Norman fucking Rockwell is like there's a lot of slow songs about you know men things of this nature. There's not a whole lot of bangers on it in in this in normal BPM sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm gonna go with the closest approximation to a banger, which is "Due in Time." Um, okay. by is Lana that the Del cover Rey. of "Due in Time"? Yeah, it's the classic song that she invented. From Sublime. Okay. Um, so I'll post that on there. Um, so this is like the best, um, time to, to find shit that I might want to put on fun point. Cause every publication is like, here are the best 100 albums of the year. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, don't, don't mind if I do. Um, one, th- one that I've been into, I don't know if I'll do an episode about it or p- choose as a pick, but, um, UK rapper, little Sims. Okay. Her album. Sometimes I might be introvert is fucking good. Okay. Um, and I'm picking the song point and kill. Um, from that and in this song it, it's this the bass fucking goes nasty on this one it's a kind of like afro beat kind of you know hip-hop uh-huh. fusion thing um there is a line where she says like point and kill any imposter or something oh so that's cool it's about it's about um amungus yeah i didn't know that um hey arnold's teacher became a rapper but that's that's cool <laughs> yeah little sims um anyway uh questions do you have a question you can send to us at you love to hear it on twitter.com uh from nevy sticks friend of the show what video games do you think were being played in the song video games darts 
darts, uh, <laughs> video video poker, the the peg game from Cracker Barrel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She fucking hates that game. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's trying to. She's playing Mancala online somehow. She's yeah, doing if, a land party. Were, if they were at Coney Island, the boyfriend was playing the like basketball hoop. Yeah, where it's hit, hit the, the clown, knock over the bottles. Yeah. Uh huh. So yeah, any 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 you know classic video. Game Anything like that. that's Twi- not electronic. Twister. She was playing. Yeah, boggle. She was playing um, hoop and stick. Kick the can. Hoop and stick. Yeah, a hoop and cup. Oh, but she loves ball and a cup, dude. Yeah. <laughs> From Sukanto Masfamoso, the Scorcho, friend of the show, Antigone Progeny. So true. When I was in college, my drink of choice was Diet Mountain Dew mixed with the pomegranate Sobe life water. It looked very much like human piss, but it was still good. Mm. What's your favorite non-alcoholic mixed drink? I completely fucking forgot about Sobe life water. Damn. I, that was I, I 2012, even, baby. I can't remember. I, I Unrelated. When I was a kid, I don't. they had like mystic sparkling drinks. In these really tall, maybe they were just tall because I was, but they were so fucking good, and they don't exist anymore. Maybe <laughs> it was just um, your perspective. It was just my perspective. Yeah, yeah it was probably sure. just like a twelve ounce can, but I was like, damn, this shit. Damn, goes. this shit's like Arizona. Um, for like non-alcoholic, whenever there's a a fantasy Coke machine. Oh yeah. Me and Kim, we do a uh, Coke, half lemon, half lime. Ooh, that's it's, nice. It's it's nice. It's yeah. fucking good. Adding adding lime is a real cheat code for me. I do that because I do that you get basically the best of Coca Cola and Sprite. Right, like you get the you get the hit of the Coca Cola with the the tartness of the Sprite. Yeah, my pussy tastes self. like fantasy Coke. Yes, exactly. I'm a I'm oh I I but I want to tell please. you please on the topic of of going to the theater with Omicron. Uh, we went on a Sunday matinee, and there were, like, two people there. Yeah. One theater, I don't know which I prefer, because one theater is, like, a smaller theater, but they have the big reclining seats. Oh, yeah, that's a tough And the tough other place. one is, like, set up where they're shitty seats, and you're packed in, like, it's a Spirit Airlines flight, but they have the Fantasy Coke. Ooh, that's so, tough. And they also have, like, an arcade section where you can play, like, a Terminator game with a big gun. That's um, fun. So I don't know which... I think I prefer the big chair. I'm imagining like you're walking out of the movie and you're like, Kim, can I please play the big Terminator gun? And she's just like, heaven is a place on, place earth, on with earth with you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, lemon, lime, fantasy, Coke. I'm going to say I'm a big believer. You know this about me. I'm always talking about this. I'm a big believer in like the artificial watermelon flavor. So oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a little harder to find. It's not strawberry or cherry. It's not everywhere. But if you can mm. grab like a watermelon root beer or Dr. Pepper, like that's going to change. Mm. Your sh- that's going to change your whole shit. That's that's the Sonic special. Yeah, that's. um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you if you see watermelon, tell him tell him Brooke sent you and try it out. Mm. Mm. Uh, my favorite alcoholic mixed drink is a Negroni because it's one that I can actually make. It's just three types of alcohol mixed in with each other, and I can have one of them and then just fucking pass out. Yeah, that seems so, pretty easy. Because I, I, I don't do drink often, but when I do, it's something that I don't want. I'm not going to be like, yeah, man, I had 60 beers. Like, I will have, I'm, I, you know, I'm all about, like, min-maxing, and I feel like one Negroni is, like, perfect for that. Right. Because it's, it's the fewest amount I'll have to drink that night <laughs> while still getting, like, the feeling of, of drinking. Uh-huh. So. I'm just trying to post the Bernie emoji as fast as possible. Exactly. At <laughs> <laughs> um, you love to hear it on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you. Um, do we do shout outs or shout outs? Shout outs. Okay. I have that. I have that ready to go. Let oh, me just take you. a sippy. I, I am my drinking... fucking cookies last week. So I'm logged out of everything. Oh, and it drives nightmare. Me. You're oh never my... getting back. Into yeah, that. It sucks. Mm-hmm. 
All right, I am drinking the classic um, yellow Red Bull at the moment. Oh, nice. Um, all right, let's wrap this up so we can jo- watch uh, Joe Shiesty and his and his bungles. Who day? Uh, go to the next round. Sorry, sorry to Mr. Henry, but um, like if, if Mr. Henry does it to him, I'm not going to be too upset. I won't be I, too I, mad. I, I, I would, yeah. It's not like the the evil cheating Raiders whose season is over. Bye bye. Yeah, but. I would prefer because I think that the knock against um the t- the Titans. What's their fucking white bread ass quarterback? <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill. I I cannot. You don't like him. his cool finger roll that he does into the end zone because he's forty five years old. I don't like him throw, going like eight for fifteen and seventy six yards and and like getting the dub because Derrick Henry ran for four hundred and nineteen yards yeah. in one game. Anyway, thank you to our best friend of the show and above tier patrons, starting with Ziva, Vervain Brain, Valerie W. Uh, all right. Give me a second. I got to get uh, Oh, wow. We got Tupster more. McGee, nice. the Master <laughs> DS, then you, Sylvie Bullet. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to get like a. Or Ooh, like that's that. a little ad lib. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, new ad lib for Sylvie Bullet. <laughs> it's gonna be like like four weeks from now. He's gonna be like Sylvie Bullet. Uh oh, <laughs> you know, like we're really gonna start running out of ideas. Surf, Surf. You're up. <laughs> Surf. Silvery Air, Central Kazoo, Sarah McClintock, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Ryan Lester, Rolliet, Rolly, Paul Moran, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, Nero Wyvern, Morg haunting the morgue. Minoan Chomsky. Yeah. New, a new challenger approaches. Thank you. Milk Succubus, Maximilian <laughs> Rower, Matt Berger, Magenta Rice, Madeline Jenny, Lauren LeBanc, Kay Darling, Janus Kafuvari, It Was a Penguin, Hecabee, Graham of Steel. A new, another new challenger, Dio Brando stole my massive Joe Star dick. So. So true. Thank you. So so true. Gra! Gratata! Derek. <laughs> Great big sword. David Besser rhymes with lesser. Caroline Savage, Big Titty Goth Treadwife, Barrier Trio, Bean, Audrey Olson, Anna XB, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Sarah and Blair, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noel Williams, Matt Ribeiro. Matt Matt's ad lib has to be like Yahoo. Like, yeah, that's what it Matt has to gets. be some Super Mario bullshit. Da 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 da. Matt. <laughs> Matt Ribeiro, I'm a gonna win. <laughs> Destry Hawk. <laughs> Matt Ribeiro. Uh-oh, baby Luigi time. <laughs> Big Flat Bunt, Antigone Frogany, Alex Schauf. Thank you for your generous donations. Thank you. I just want to say to Minoan Chomsky, I've been imagining uh, Noam Chomsky just, like, trapped in the labyrinth with the Minotaur, yeah. and it's... it's... I, I, was, uh, I was imagining the Minotaur on a, co- like, desktop computer. Yeah, but people are, like, like, emailing him every day and just being like, sir, what do you think about uh, AOC if she runs for president in 2024? <laughs> He's just, like, 500 years old. Yeah. He's like, sounds good. Yeah. Great. Oh, no, Noam Chomsky answers every email, but only with the like Gmail auto yeah. ones. Yeah. See yeah, attached. Thanks. Looks, thanks. Looks good. <laughs> um. So we have. Oh, let me pull up the. Oh shit! Did I log out of the email? No, I didn't. So we are. It's it's time for a Patreon pick, and we're going to our friend Destry Hawk on this one, a real one. Because this was sent in June 28th, 2018. Thank you so much for, for your undying patience. For just the zen-like patience. Uh, this one says... Um, oh, so I was going to request an album by the band Kiha and the Faces, but then I realized I didn't know the name of the album. When I went to look it up, I found an older album of theirs and bought this immediately after sampling it. Um, 
So that that's like the genius. I think I'm gonna pick this and going with a different album entirely. Oh yeah. Um. So this is uh Kiha and the Faces. It's their self-titled album. Um. I know very very little about this band, and I know no Korean. That's right, <laughs> folks. Our first non-English album. We're gonna give it a did. try. But the music is uh, genuinely so fun. I'm bad with genres, so I don't know how to describe it. But uh, a lot of funk sounds and pop rock sounds with maybe a tiny splash of ska. Oh. I hope you guys will find some enjoyment in it. So, there we go. All right. Let's go. This this is just opening the doors to... uh, To phase three, you know. To phase three. Yeah, this is is like the... This is the, the at the end of the Marvel movie. This is the hint for the next movie. Right. Before we this is when, like, phase in phase three. one, I was like, hmm, Family Force 5, you know? Like, yeah, uh, you know. exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is where, so, like, a green guy shows up and is like, hey, Eddie and Kim, it's me, the green guy from Captain Marvel. Whoa, no way. <laughs> Hell yeah. I thought you were Samuel Jackson this whole time. That's right. No, I'm green. No, I'm green, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Kiha and the Face is self-titled. Uh, I, I listened to a little bit of it before this, and it's, this shit goes. Okay. It's good. It's fun. Uh, so we'll, we'll check in with that in two weeks. Um, next week, we're back. Hey, Yadi Yadi Boys is back. That's right. They said they, they said Ocean. we would never be back. Guess what? That That's why the anime, the anime is called Cowboy Be Back. Um, that's right. We are. <laughs> thank, thank you, um, Slim, for joining us in the final minute yeah. of our show. Yeah, that's why they call it Window Pain. Uh, thank you to, um, what were you saying, like Hulk Boyfriend? Um, Green Goblin Boyfriend. Oh, I thought um, you were, like, making up other patron names. No, these, these are Alana's, uh, Oh, yeah, there's, Professor, um, Professor Tony Xavier Soprano, Boyfriend. Yeah. Um, World of Warcraft, but not the people who made it, from what I understand. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Thank you to Thrall. Thank you to, um, I forget if it was Kane or Bane Bloodhoof, whichever the yeah, good one you, is. Gary Gygax, the, uh, thank, thank you to yeah. the inventor of Ball and Stick. Um... Thank you to a Wowhead's gonna have to answer this. I remember in Old World of Warcraft. I don't know what she's up to now. I think she's super evil. But Sylvanas was standing next to this like demon guy in the Undercity. A uh, thank you to that guy, whatever his name is, that like demon who was always hanging out there. Yeah, he seemed cool. Uh, thank you to uh, Perdition's blade, which was the coolest rogue weapon. Um, thank you to uh, Jesse Bates the third, who just picked off Ryan Tannehill on the first play of the fucking. Oh playoff. my god! Mwah, delicious! I have to go watch this. Yeah, game. thank you very much. Joe Shiesty is gonna gonna shit on him. We yeah, gotta go watch it. Joe, bro, let's go. There he goes. Sylvie Bullet. That's right. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, give me some reggae. Bye. Bye.